Oh, I don't really fit. Are you sick? Trash can that you can spit into is over here. You think you're getting there? When did you first feel it? Okay. My nose was running all day yesterday. I was sneezing up a storm. Today I thought I was going to get into a wreck. Because you're sneezing? You've talked about that before. I was like, today's my end. You talked about what happens if you sneeze. We talked about it on the bike. I said that I think subconsciously when we're in dangerous situations, we don't sneeze. But this might be evidence to the contrary. Because you talked about why don't you sneeze on the bike. And you said because you wear the mouth guard or whatever, but that's not it. I sneeze on the bike. Right, and like how scary that is, and That's some scary shit. Yeah, it's like hands off the throttle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. The lights on. What's he doing? Yeah. About to die. About to die. About to die. Trying not to. Well, let's kick things off. So, um, hey, Joel, how are you? I'm great. I'm fantastic. Uh, I mean, as as we just finished talking about me kind of getting sick, I feel great. Yeah, I had a I had a swollen. What are the things in your throat that swells? No, well, I don't know. Lymph nodes. Lymph nodes. My 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 right one yesterday hurt, and it scared me because I thought I was getting sick again. You were, were you able to poke it and touch it? Yeah, and it, it's real swollen. It, like, and on the inside, it feels like there's like a, a marble in your throat. Yeah. And the side of your throat kind of thing. And so that went away, though. So I got lucky. I mean, I pounded some emergency, a lot of, of sea salt yeah. in my water, um, a lot of berries yesterday. I feel like a lot of people don't know about the sea salt and water thing. Yeah, I, I think that is a secret. So, um, you know, I don't. I don't know how to how to describe this accurately, but I can tell you for a fact that in terms of like recovering from high energy training, high intensity training, we should say, um, in terms of the bounce back, yeah, there's supplements, there's all this stuff, but like hydration and then proper hydration, which I don't mean like make sure you drink enough. What I'm talking about when I say proper is like, like you just, the, the electrolytes and, and the sea salt is such, it's like a cheat code, man. Um, I bounce back so quickly uh, when I have sea salts in my water, while if I'm just pounding regular water, it's a lot tougher for me um, to get hydrated again. So a little bit of sea, I grind, I do like three turns on my, my sea salt grinder and I stir it up in my water. And, uh, it also makes me drink the water quicker. Um, uh, that little sense. flavor goes down a little bit quicker than, than plain water. Some flavors better than none. Yeah. Yeah. So I, if you haven't heard, then Joel's right. You need to hear, you need to put a little sea salt in your water. I had first heard it from Kelly Starrett. He had talked about it and said that everybody should be doing it because it's kind of ridiculous that we have access to the sea salt. We're not using it that way. Um, and so there we go. Start the podcast off with a nice little. And apparently that's one of everyone's problems out there. They have a low sodium diet for some reason. They think sodium is going to cause high blood pressure. So they use less of it. Yeah. Or whatever reasons you have behind it. But apparently we have a low sodium diet now. Well, that's interesting because. Unless you're eating like. All the fast food. Where it's like well, I was gonna say, I, I think, I think what happens beer. is in nutrition, there are so many generalizations, and so, um, you know, the cases that are gonna be reported on the news in terms of like the the prognosis or the diagnosis that we're gonna hear about the most often, those are gonna be the extreme cases, and so that means that, yeah, when we hear that sodium causes high blood pressure, 
we're going to hear it because a bunch of men and women were eating fast food or a bunch of hamburger helper or other preserved foods um, that require high amounts of sodium in their food. And we're not going to hear about the middle or even the healthy, of course, that aren't eating that level. And, and basically what it comes down to is as soon as you go to a mostly whole food diet, you actually are, are going to underserve yourself in terms of salt or sodium. And so we want to add salt to our foods. It's, that's why we say that dry seasoning is fine if you're eating, for the most part, a whole food diet because you're not getting those preservatives. You're not getting that junk in there that gets added up when it comes from a box comes from a jar or comes from something else that has to sit on the shelf. So, yeah, man, you're right. A lot of people get wrong information, but they just don't understand it. Like, yeah, so Bob, he has high, high blood pressure because of sodium, but Bob has been eating fast food his whole life mm-hmm. and smoking and doing all this other stuff that leads to Come high on, blood Bob, pressure. Come on, Bob, what the hell's wrong with you? Meanwhile, like Gene hears about Bob and goes, oh, no, I can't put salt on my chicken breast. And you're going, well, what else are you eating? I'm eating broccoli. Okay, bro, there's no sodium in your diet. Get some sodium Damn in there. Gene. So I think uh, I think you make a good point there. Um, that just takes a little bit, a little twist, a little cracked sea salt. That's it. Maybe some Himalayan pink salt. I don't understand that. Well, and I think that's the other part. You, that's another great point. Like a little twist, a little crack. Season to taste. <laughs> a little twist, a little crack. Like <laughs> season to taste. Um, the salt company. That's what I'm gonna name it. The reason we don't a little we, twist and crack. The reason we don't shun uh, dry dry rubs or dry seasoning is because we're assuming that you're not gonna bury it. Yeah. Like, yeah, if I pile salt three inches high on top of something I'm eating, everything in moderation, folks, it applies. We've already talked about on this podcast. You know what might be okay if you could moderate it? Heroin might be okay. We just can't moderate it. We, we, it's too addictive. So, like, everything in moderation. And so with salt, it's the same thing. We're saying it's good for you, but we're not saying that you should just, like, consume it Pound in it. the spoon, like, heaping spoonfuls, okay? Yeah. So season to taste. A little twist, little crack. A little twist, little crack. Joel's going to be saying that a lot. A lot. We can tell. Every minute on the minute. Well, real quick, because this, this costume is going to slowly come off oh, as, yeah. as a podcast, and so I want to go ahead and knock out why it's on. Yeah, people see it on the, on the interwebs, yeah. but people listening have no idea. Now we get, so uh, for those listening, I have put on my, my theater-quality Santa yeah. suit, and I am sitting here on the couch next to Joel. I got the beard on. I got the hat on. I got the full shebang pillow under the jacket. Um, which is the only way the belt fits. Um, anyways, that we're wearing this because on Saturday the 15th, and so that's next Saturday, we are going to – they don't want to look at the door, bro. I'll show them that fancy scale we have. On December 15th, that's a Saturday, that's next Saturday, we are going to be here from 11 to 3 for some holiday shenanigans. I'm going to be posing with uh, your dogs or any pets, any household pets. Chameleons. So I will hold a cat. Pet okay, I'll hold multiple cats. I think Brandy's going to bring her cats, which they didn't like me very much, so we'll see how that goes. We got an iguana. Love an iguana. More exotic, the better. Yeah. Um, and then, like, all the jokes aside, look, you want a picture with Santa? Let's do it. Um, if someone brings, like, a spider. Like I'm down. Hey, man, If you, as long as it doesn't kill me, I'm good. If you have a pet tarantula, he's down. Bring it on. Um, now, there's other things happening that day. So we'll do the Santa photos, and there'll be a donation-based photo. We're using this to kind of raise some money. Um, and so, you know, five or ten bucks. We'll, we got a, uh, Joel's got some nice camera equipment, and so we'll take some real good photos. We're going to do a little backdrop setup. It's going to be a real thing, not just like, 
I'm sitting in a folding chair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to try to make it look nice, have some decorations. Look awesome, yeah. We're also going to do some other stuff that day. So 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. are free workouts. We're going to do community workouts that morning. So like our normal first Saturday event, even though it is the 15th, which is like I think the third Saturday of December. Tell your um, friends. But tell yeah, tell your family, tell your friends, get them in here. Let's fill up the gym. And mention that, hey, they can take photos with you as well. Everybody's invited. Everybody's invited. And then the thing that we're 99% certain of is a gingerbread house building competition mm -hmm. my mom demoed it um with glue and uh graham crackers and it worked pretty well on a small scale we have some ideas for larger scale so we're gonna go ahead and say that there'll probably be a five or ten dollar buy-in on that and then there'll be prizes or awards for the top three creations so that is mm -hmm. saturday december 15th everybody's invited even if you can only stop by for one part of it absolutely fine we would love to see you so um while i take this beard off Joel, since the podcast last aired, you competed over the weekends oh my, at the Annihilation Games, yeah. along with your partner, Samantha, then Tank and Angie, mm -hmm. and then Summer and Erica. Mm -hmm. So as I set this microphone down, why don't you give me your takeaway from uh, y'all's experiences out at the Annihilation Games in Katy, Texas at No Label Brewery. Oh, man. That has, that has to be one of the funnest events I've been to. Like... It's a fitness experience included. Um, that one was just so much fun. Like, I don't know if it was the workouts or just who all went. Like, we had a huge canopy set up. We took over the benches and whatnot. Uh, there was only three workouts, unless you're in the final one. Um, and even even that, like, those three workouts alone were just – seemed odd at first, but once you did them, like, oh, that was a lot of fun. Like, and then the whole, like, who all went, like, taking energy, that was such a fun uh, – combination like high like you got tanks charisma you got angie's just energy just all over the place like the the announcer the guy on the mic he was talking about her a lot which is which is pretty funny and uh i would just be i would be yelling at both of them because i try to catch everyone doing their workout so i could be there cheering them on even though i should have been sitting down doing nothing um but i just can't do that I just can't do that. I think you still got the results you were looking for, so I'm not sure you needed any more rest. Uh, true, true, but something I should work on. I don't stop moving. Um, everyone did freaking awesome. Uh, Tank and Angie got third. Eric and Summer had a top ten performance, and they looked – I'll tell you what, man. Every I say it every time we do a competition. Our people move so well. So they move so damn well. Samantha and I, we had a bunch of fun. We tested out three of the workouts – two of the workouts midweek just like playing around with them and then we outdid our practice runs by a long shot what was uh what was your favorite workout from the event mm. and you can include the final well which looked which was the most fun to watch the final was it was fun to partake in but it probably wouldn't be my favorite workout um as much as as much as it hurt i might you know what damn it's between the first and second one the first one was horrible. You like, liked the first one? Nobody like, liked the first one. I, I know. I know I Ooh. say that. That's why Joel's special, folks. That's why he's a good athlete. Because I know he, I say that. But I walked up, and I started asking people how things were going. I got there for the very last event, and I, w I was kind of walking around just going, hey, how'd it go? How'd it go? And, like, the only thing people agreed on was the first one was the worst thing ever. It, it was horrible, but <laughs> I think it was it being a chipper and you and your you and your partner figuring out would be the best way to break it down between you two, limit transitions, and then like having to be synchronized at the end, like 
That's crazy, man. How did that? How were those synchro at the end of all of that? Anyway, do you do you remember the workout? Could you maybe give them yeah, a rundown? Yeah, so the first one was sixty uh, power snatches. Yeah, sixty power snatches, ninety-five, sixty-five, fifty burpee box jump overs, twenty-inch box jump for both athletes. I guess they figured out flipping would be a pain in the ass to make it twenty-four twenty. Uh, forty thrusters, same weight, ninety-five, sixty-five, and then thirty synchronized toes to bar. So I knew the toes bar were gonna get me when I get tired. Like it just those just stop working. Like my my kip starts to dwindle away, and then it's all hip flexors and abs from there. Um, so like the idea was I would do most of the burpee box jump overs, and she would do most of the thrusters. That way I had some sort of recovery from between the burpee box jump overs and the toes bar. Uh, that didn't work out because you know you hit that thing hard and it's like okay we got to break this up evenly all the way through. Uh, and the toaster bar, we did 15 unbroken to start things off, which I cut off. I was I worded, worded to her, two more into 15, and then like let's drop. Yep. And uh, from there, just it just all went to shit as far as toaster bar go. I mean, we did well. Like the synchronized thing was pretty awesome to see in video, because we looked so similar. Like it looked like we've been doing this for quite some time. That was exciting. Um, and then even on the the second workout, which was, it was horrible. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. But you had the sandbag cleans. It was 12 sandbag cleans, 12 sandbag squats. Weight was 120-90. Split up however you want. Uh, Samantha and I did threes on the cleans, sixes on the squats, and then 12 synchronized pull-ups. And those went way better than I thought they were going to go. I thought with all the pulling and all the squatting and holding onto a bag in the front rack that it would take away. But it, it went very, very well. Like, it just we just floated. We, we From the start, I told her, hey, let's not go unbroken. Let's break these up from the beginning because 10 minutes is going to be a long time. We're going to just be moving and grooving. Because luckily, we were in the last seat, so we got to view other people going. And people were just shot out too hard, came out too fast. And uh, breaking them up was the smartest thing. And I would try to help Angie and Tank and uh, Erica and Sarn be like, hey, so this should be the this would be the better move here and there. Like, just give them some strategy points. And like I said, everyone did well. Everyone, everyone had a good time. We were hanging out. We were just cracking jokes, having laughs in between workouts, and it, and it moved very, very well. Like I think the event went well. Nothing went too far behind. I think at one point they were behind, and then at another point they were way ahead of schedule, like by ten minutes. So it's like, oh, we're up already. I was trying to take a nap, which never happened. And it was, it was. I mean, all the teams out there, everyone, all the competitors were great. Um, again. It, Everyone seemed like they were all in the right division. Maybe Angie would be the exception, but we don't need to get into details there. No, yeah, I think that, and I told Tank this already, once you podium and scaled, you're not allowed to be scaled again. <laughs> and and that's just a rule that I have because I am all for if scaled is the only way an athlete is, is going to feel comfortable getting moving, then they absolutely should sign up for it, even if it feels like, and all too often they're judged based on their strength. Like Tank is way too strong for scaled. Yeah. However... There's more to CrossFit than strength mm -hmm. and being able to utilize the pull-up bar effectively and being able to do things like that, like that's the stuff that people forget. That was an interesting thing about the comp, the comp which I thought was kind of like cool. Like it didn't need it, but like a strength part, like max clean or max snatch or something like that. Right. Even though you would technically count the third workout as that. Right. Well, but I think so. One, I think you're going off your experiences which I think both things you've done so far, fittest games and then energy games, they had workouts that were just strength, right? Like, or oh, basically yeah. just strength. Right. Um, that's not necessarily always how it goes. 
but um, I agree that if you're looking at balance, I think what they tried to do, and I, it seems like just from a, an outside view, I think they're programming. It might have been a little, like with all the synchro, it might have been a little too skill-based, but with those 185 cleans at the end, I think they spread it across capacity. Mm -hmm. They were able to hit most of the modalities, and so like you couldn't just be strong and be good. Yeah. You had to be skillful, but you couldn't just be skillful and be good. Mm -hmm. You had to be strong. Yeah. And so I think that they didn't need a strength because they didn't yeah. really have a cardio heavy workout to offset yeah. that strength. I yeah. think honestly, I think having a strength only workout is the go to for people because they're lazy in the program. Because it's easy. It's easy to program. It goes, okay, shit, we'll snatch. Mm -hmm. Cool. I just knocked out a vent too. It's like, oh, wow, was that a lot of creative effort there? You know? Yeah. That being said, there are plenty of events that do use it's the snatch. It's just a points thing. Right. I mean, it's just it's an easy way to get an event. People also are excited about strength. So it's an easy way to give an event that you know nobody's going to be mad about. Mm -hmm. You know? Because if you make it too synchro, I'm mad because, hey, man, we're not games athletes. We're not supposed to be this good at synchro. Like, people can complain about anything. But they generally will not complain about a strength. Yeah. So I think it's an easy way. That being said, of course, it is a part of CrossFit. And so just because you see, if next time you see a competition with a strength component, please do not go tell them they're lazy in their programming. <laughs> I'm just saying nine times out of 10, you see a strength component because someone's programming that doesn't really care to you invest time. On it. <laughs> My coach said you suck. I mean, I probably still believe that, but that's different because I'm an asshole, but totally different asshole in a Santa suit, that. but that's great, man. Um, you know, and I think you, you already said it, but I want to emphasize it walking up. I know or know of most of the people in the community that go to these events from around the city. And when I'm looking around, other than CrossFit Katie, and then the people of, of Annihilation who are putting it on, I think we had the biggest showing in terms of spectators specifically. Spectators and athletes. Like, um, you see that group photo? Y'all's group photo was bigger than anybody else's that I've seen. And there's not, it's not a pissing contest, but like, guys, y'all had to drive 45 minutes to get there. So for us to have to drive to another city. And got stuck in there, damn it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not going to give credit for that because we didn't know we were going to get stuck. <laughs> if I knew I was getting stuck, I probably would have sent a, 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 a good luck text message and then been like, I'm not coming. Um, so we had a huge showing out there. And, and that's just a testament to how great this community is, how supportive it is, how exciting it is. And then the other thing I want to notice, I want to recognize is like, look at all the people from other gyms that come and talk to us. Like, I had a bunch of conversations. Your mother talked to everybody. Um, your mother now has has an in with pretty much every gym in Houston because she much. said hello to every single person. Um, you know, we have our we have friends at City Side, we have friends at Skyline, like people. And by the way, those are two gyms that don't like me at all, and they still come and talk to our athletes, talk to you. And so, mm -hmm. like, it's really cool that we're kind of this unknown gym in the competitive community, and yet when we show up people enjoy that we're there and they're able and it's a t that again a testament to how great y'all are and y'all's personalities and y'all's attitudes and your energy and so and man great things are happening and being able to go to these competitions and watch y'all demonstrate what we teach y'all um it shows that y'all i mean the fact that y'all move so well is yeah oh hey it's because you have great coaches bullshit it's because y'all listen it's because you work hard it's yeah. because you want to get better we coach great every day. We have plenty of athletes that could just tune us out and just be like, ah, I already know how to kind of deadlift. So Joel can shut up. I'm going to round my back slightly. But no, we have athletes that want to get better and they want to listen to what the coaches have to say. And y'all demonstrate that on the, the event stage. 
which does bring us to another event this weekend. I think we have six people going. There might be eight. I think there's another team that was thinking about signing up um, to the Pitbull Rescue. Um, Beast mode for bullies. Beast mode for bullies. So same thing there. It's a fundraiser, but it's imperative that y'all move well there, which you're going to do because you're demonstrating – one, that you're not an asshole because people who move poorly and sign up for competitions doesn't make any sense to me. Like, where are their coaches? Where are their coaches? Like, when someone can't pick up a barbell, where's their coach to slap the bar out of their hand? Like, I would walk out there and physically remove the barbell from your hand if you could not keep you're your back out. Like, you're out. Like, the judge would be like, sir, you can't be out here. I'm like, he is not lifting anymore. <laughs> he is done. <laughs> so, um, but y'all move so well, and it's exciting. We'll have another exciting weekend, get photos and get some video from y'all working out. Uh, up in Conroe, another freaking drive. So um, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Peace, for bullies. Uh, let's see. Competitors are, you have one, one, Tropic Thunder competing in a competition. Chris said, what, he, what? Chris said he had to basically trick Juan into doing it. There so. you go. Juan and Chris, Chris Hammernick. That's that's one group. You have a uh, and they're going RX. They changed divisions to RX. RX. That's what's up. That's awesome. That's exciting. Uh, Kim and Ruben. They're going RX too. Kim and Ruben going RX. What do you know? And then you have Ruben said. Ruben told Kim. Ruben told Kim that he's really good at competitions. Because <laughs> I was like, Kim, uh, what does that mean? What kind of what kind of energy are we gonna get from Ruben at the comp? And she goes, Oh, he says he works hard at competitions. Okay, all right. Ruben's a very strong fellow that works out at six a.m. sometimes in the evening. But you can tell Ruben's in coast mode. Most days, <laughs> but apparently competition day, he's going to turn it on. So I'm trying to rest up for this competition. It's going to be exciting to see Ruben move fast. Just trying to recover. Uh, who else? Let's see. I know uh, Steven was looking for a partner. I think he might have gotten Angie to be his partner. There was one more team for sure. Oh, I feel like I, I'm missing somebody. These are girls. Oh, Brandy and Maddie. There we go, Brandy, Brandy and Maddie. Brandy and Maddie. They're going to be out there too competing. How awesome. Yep. Brandy made it out there last weekend as well to watch us. Steven made it out there as well to watch us last weekend. Juan was there, of course, because Summer was competing with Erica. Yup. Man, it's just – this is exciting, y'all. Having y'all go out and do these competitions is exciting. Like, I don't know. It just gives me butterflies in my stomach. Yeah, and I wish – I mean, it's it's almost poorly timed because we're going to go into basically the open season now. So this is the last year that the Open will be in the spring. And I'm sure once it's not in the spring, there will be plenty of springtime competitions. Mm -hmm. But basically now there's not going to be anything to do until summertime, yeah. which is fine. I mean, hey, we'll rest up. We'll kick the kick ass in the Open as a team or as a group. And then uh, we'll go into into kind of the, the recreational competition season here in Houston. Starts – Starts in April, May, and then it runs pretty much all the way through December. Um, so it's exciting because I think we built some momentum and more people will be eager to sign up. And uh, and they know they can trust the energy games. They know they can trust uh, Hammer and Chisel. And now, I mean, the Annihilation games. I mean, it, the question with Annihilation Brosef games. Stalin. That's their team name. The what's up? Brosef Stalin. <laughs> Brosef Stalin? Um, That's the name. So the interesting thing with the Annihilation games will be, will they have trouble filling those those spots again ah. will their price come down will they keep charging spectators for admission yeah that was a that was a weird one i had to give one five bucks i had to give uh dominic it's five weird bucks. because no one saw it like i no one saw it on the on the event like hey five i don't think it was shared anywhere man i think they just had they popped it on you when we walked in which is already a strike against them okay. and then the second thing is it's not as though no label wasn't making money off everybody there buying beer. Yeah. Like, if it was being hosted at a venue that didn't have something to sell, mm -hmm. then sure, they have, the venue should make a little, you yeah. know? Like, if we host an event for somebody else, we have a right to kind of rent the space to them, you know, for a, a fee or something. Um, 
So if no label's saying, hey, man, we're not going to be open that day, but you can use our space, but you need to give us a part of the, the take, that makes sense. But if you looked at the line, especially when they ran that that very cool beer mile where we had to <laughs> stand around for 20 minutes, um, we looked in and like, and we were joking about it. We are like, well, look in, the, look in the queue. The queue's full. Sorry. Everybody's in there buying beer because they don't have anything to do while these people walk around a small track for 16 laps. I heard that they were throwing up like crazy too. Well, my boy, watch. my boy Kyle Flowers, owner of a CrossFit Annihilation, one of the, I think he has a partner, but owner of Annihilation, he was doing it kind of to get people hyped, and he threw up like four times oh. and like big ones, that like projectile? the full beer, the full ah. beer, like into the trash can, full beer. Oh, like it, as soon as it came down. I mean, as soon as it went down, it came back up. I kind of considered doing it just to see if I'd throw up. Um, like, oh, you would have crushed it, bro. You would have smoked it. <laughs> Especially with that pace that you ran your 400. No, would you have done that? Stupid. Chug the beer and hit that pace? I would have tried. Just to see if I could just keep it down. They had a cowboy out there running in jeans and boots. <laughs> nice. I think he ran the fastest 400 of the day. Like, he ran like a minute. No, someone ran a sub-minute. I think he ran like right like a 101 in boots and jeans. After pounding a beer in like six seconds. Yeah, that'd be a complaint of mine. I wish they would have let us know what what lap we were on. Yeah, I mean, I'll say that it was a little bit casual on certain aspects of it. Yeah. Like, not only should it have been to make sure you didn't run an extra, so also you didn't come after three. Yeah. Because yeah. then now we know you could have done that. I could have done. Like, that. hey, Sam, go. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it seemed like four, right? Said, wait, you did four, you did three. I know. Go. Just go. We're trying Just to win, go. right? Go. Yeah. Trying to win. Try no, we don't do that here, Black Wolf. Um, if you don't know the story. Joel had to run a 400 to start of the third event, and it was four laps, and he ran five. He was so far ahead, though, that when he finished the fifth, he finished when everybody else finished their fourth. So, um, he, and I mean, and honestly, long term, because he was the first one cleaning, he probably missed out on two cleans. So it, he would have still fatigued at a faster rate. So we're not missing that much. But a little bit of a downer. Like, the judges during the runs were, like, over by the rig talking. Yeah. And they didn't really step up until people touched the barbell. So that was a little bit of a downer. But yeah, at the man. same time, I could also see them saying, hey, man, your partner's responsible or your team's responsible. Um, it didn't cross my mind to count until you ran two. I was like, oh, we should have counted. I was trying to signal people because I had lost count. I was like, this is three. This is three. Yeah. And no one paid attention to me. No, we weren't listening to you. No, we were okay, just okay, so okay, happy yeah. to be in the sun. Yeah, damn that, son. Watching y'all be fast. You're trying. No, it was a great weekend, man. It was definitely a great weekend. And the last one, you know, we could talk about that for people that weren't there. It was another team. Like, I feel like that was just thrown in there. Like, they kind of made that up. Uh, but it was uh, 30 synchronized lunges with the dumbbell, 50-35. Then after you complete that, you had to carry your partner. Uh, what, what kind of carry do you call that? That was a fireman's carry. Fireman's well, I mean, carry. you could have used any carry, yeah. but what y'all did was a fireman's carry. Fireman's carry down and back, which you've never practiced. And nobody hit their head on the uprights. Thank goodness. Gosh, that I thought someone. I knew y'all wouldn't. Y'all are pretty compact. Yeah. And y'all, you know, Kim said the same shit. Y'all are coordinated. We're compact. I'm like, is that a short joke or yes, what? Yes, it is. Y'all are coordinated, too. You're very athletic, so you can coordinate bodies through space. There are some longer teams out there that I was like, that dude's head's going, sh like especially with the women carrying, yeah. where like they were a little less stable. Like Sam did awesome. She did great. And to be fair, I mean, and I'm all for the hype. I'm all for the hype squad. I'm all for how amazed your mom was. But like, there was no question that Sam was gonna smoke that run. No, like, no, no. I knew she was gonna pick your ass up. And you do not weigh like. No, oh, we can make short jokes, but you're not light. I'm not light. Like I we just, can be like he's compact, but he is not 125. I just weighed myself right now. I said 188 <laughs> with the sweater. So Sam's little ass throws Joel on her back no. and smokes it. Runs. It's probably 40, 50 feet down, 
50 feet back. Yeah. And you had to kick a box, yeah. which is low-key hard. Yeah. Like, reaching and touching. I kicked the shit out of it. <laughs> Your, yeah, y'all's box moved. Oosh. By the time Sam got to it, it was angled. Yeah, I might have missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you truck it back, and then y'all had 30 fast-ass cleaning jerks. I thought my bicep was going to pop. Yeah, it's called Don't Extend the Arm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you had to run with a dumbbell. Yeah. That, that and then was, you were done. Yeah. Y'all, man, and y'all y'all crushed it. Y'all beat teams by about 30 seconds. We were, we were hauling ass. Yeah. We were trying to go. It's like, this is, this is our chance, Sam. This is our chance. And that landed y'all second place on the podium. Yeah, yeah. Behind That's a team that went to the games. That's what I'm talking about. Pretty... And in front, fantastic. Of a, in front of a regional, in front of regional athletes. Yeah, beat some regional athletes. That's crazy. Pretty fantastic day, so man. We're going to regionals. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, it's last year. You get a chance. Got to, got to try as mm. hard as you can. It's already you've already missed your chance because they're not doing top. It's now just win regionals. Yeah. So we've already missed our chance. I mean, unless we, I mean, win open. There's already no regionals. Yeah, there's no regionals. You have to win the open and then win other events. Like they're gonna. Yeah. Well, we're not going event. to the Dubai Classic. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dubai Classic, the one in Seattle. We missed the boat on Wadapalooza. Wadapalooza is one of them. What's the one in Seattle? I don't fucking know. I forget what that was. That's another big one. Granite I think, Games, I think Granite Games is Minnesota. Yeah, up there. Granite Games, Minnesota. I forget what the other one is. So how do you feel? So a friend of ours is, is trying to raise money for a trip to Wadapalooza. And so they're doing a, a, a crowdsourcing or a, fun, uh, a GoFundMe thing. Uh-huh. And, and this, this, uh, it only stuck out to me because I don't think it's that irregular. And I don't think there's really that big of a problem with it. Because if you want to donate money, then donate money. You know, yeah. cool. But it but. Re- resonates with me because there was a woman. She definitely doesn't listen to the podcast. She's going to a, 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 a Christian like missionary college. Meaning it's like a two-year program that apparently trains you in the art of missionary work like how to witness how to spread the word of god okay okay cool 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 no judgment there cool whatever she every week on facebook would post please donate to my tuition like she was trying to get everybody else to pay for it and and it always struck me as like why why do i need to pay for this yeah like work yeah Good I, I don't understand like and so and i'm just kidding now with the and that but i think if i talked about that people would get like as soon as you bring religion into it people can't see well one like one get a scholarship two are you like making all the a's and beyond like do you not have any shot at a job whatsoever do you not have people who can support you like there are other there are people who do harder shit like right like when I was going when in school, like I always heard from my professors, like like nurse, like I went to nurse, like I was on on the path to nursing school. And when I was in micro anatomy and physiology, they would always talk about, and it was me. It was always it was always for people that are that weren't from the states that they're not from here, so they just work there as a full time job, full time students. It can be done, like no other options. It can be done. So it's like, what are you looking for help for? My question on the competition, I completely agree with you. My question on the competition stuff is that, like, you know, if you had made it to regionals, we would do fundraisers because, like, that's such an opportunity. Yeah. You know, regionals is, like, it's a part of a, a worldwide competition. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, I want to go to Oklahoma to hop into a comp, I need $1,000. Uh. Eh. And because uh. then I'd be like, well, what happens if you get, like, what's, well, if I get, 
I have to get first place and I'll go to the games. But I know you're not going to get first. Then I'm definitely. What? Okay. <laughs> so, like. Can you promise me you're going to make first? Right. Like, what What are your chances? Because regionals made sense. And maybe it shouldn't have even made sense for regionals. But I also think there's something to be said for make an effort to deliver value. Yeah. So if we had, if Joel needed money to go to a competition, you know what we're going to do? We're going to print some shirts yeah. and sell the shirts. We're going to host a competition here or a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. We're going to give something in return to a bake sale. Yeah. Like sell something. Yeah. You know, like people. Don't just ask for money. Do a car wash. You know what? Wash cars out front and do a real shitty job. Not intentionally, just meaning like nobody's good at washing their car. Okay? Like when you go to like a car wash in an IHOP parking lot that a bunch of high school cheerleaders are doing, your car doesn't actually get that clean. No, no. They got these old ass sponges. But you give them 20 bucks because they're raising money for something. They're using dish soap instead of car soap. So, (laughs) that's right. They absolutely (laughs) are. Um, And so, but they they even figured it out. Copper wire for your paint job. Like they're... But they're tr- the point is they're trying something. They are trying, yes. So you give them 20 bucks even though they did like a 50-cent job. In my neck of the woods, it's barbecues and car washes all up and down. That's a great one, selling plates. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, man, we're going to be in this parking lot over here. Uh, it's $10 a plate, 15 bucks a plate. The food's worth $3. Yeah. You know? And honestly, we can joke about how everybody's a great person on the grill. No, they're not. They're dried-out hot dogs and dried-out burger patties. And so, like, and it's fine, but I'm not my, That's The point is they try, They did something. Yeah. You know, so if you need to raise money for tuition, just trying to take your money. Sell some trinkets. Yeah, they're trying to give you something. People will give you a ton of money. Like, if I'm, I don't freaking know that towel. That towel would cost three dollars to print. Okay, Mm -hmm. if I sold a towel with a Black Wolf logo on it and said all this money is going to go to send Joel to Wadapalooza, people would pay twenty or thirty bucks for that towel. That's a pretty good idea. Okay. Black with the white cheese on it. There we go. Beautiful. We just figured out something. Yeah, we're gonna so take out some towels. It's just the effort, man. I just think crowdfunding is so lazy. Like, hey guys, I got this idea, but I don't have the balls or the hustle to raise money for it myself. So I'm gonna sit back and put it on Facebook. They don't even try in the language. Like, they don't even try to put like a catchy. Like, there's no good copy. Like, watch an episode of Mad Men for a second. Like, sell it to me, folks. So, um. The one that I will not argue with is when something awful happens medically and you need help with that. Then I don't care what you put as copy uh, with the way insurance is set up and whatever. Man, I get that. But in terms of leisure or things that are not necessity, make an effort. Pretty please. Like for those of us that actually like work for a living, like you've got to try. You know, I would love to just sit out front, close these doors and be like, um, I need to go ahead and live on $2,000 a month. So if you could just put it in my pocket, that'd be great. You know? So if only were that easy. If only it won't. <laughs> Apparently people think it is. Okay. Off of that. I mean, some people do some crazy shit. I remember years back, this there was this story. This one chick was just out in bikini on the street, and she had a sign raising money to get new boobs. And she got that damn money. You know what? That's creative. That is creative. And you know what's not comfortable? Here's my deal, man. Panhandlers. I think that there are people that abuse the system, absolutely. But people that say, I don't give money to people on the street because they should be working. Okay. this And this is kind of like a, a thing that really irritates me. I've lived in this gym for over a year now. November 15th is when I moved in last year because that's when I got evicted from my apartment. I've lived here now um, for a, a, a little bit over a year, and a, a year and a month or whatever. The reason I bring that up, when it gets cold, when that temperature drops, I have space heaters here. It is still so uncomfortable, 
and I'm not even in an unlivable situation. Like, the temperature's like 60, 55 or 60 in here, okay? I cannot imagine. And I'm not wet. When it rains, I've got shelter, you know? I don't have a shower. I don't have hot water. But still, if you took any of that away, like, one, most of you would not be able to live the way I live, and I don't even think I live in a special way. But, like, when you mock somebody that is on the streets, like, one, go stand out there for a second. Two, stand out there where people don't make eye contact with you. Mm -hmm. You know what hurts, man? When I say bye to people and they don't turn around and say bye back. And that's here with people I tend to like. Mm -hmm. Imagine being around people and they refuse to look at you. Like, that hurts, man. Never mind you're out in the sun or you're out in the cold, you're out in the wet, you're out in the whatever. Okay? I'm not saying you got to give money, but I'm saying to be disrespectful and be like, oh, they got an easy life. They just sit out there. At least... Damn, who says that shit? People say it all the time, man. <laughs> people say it all the time. I never heard that one. Like, look, there's there are people that, um, you know, That's I remember crazy. Ella and 610. There's a group of young guys that that hang around that that intersection by the hospital oh, okay. and the Lowe's parking lot. And if you catch them at the right time, they'll be between the bushes and the, the brick wall that has the dumpster of the Lowe's gas station. And they're, they're shooting up or they're doing something back there. And you'll see it. And then you'll see them the next day on the street corner asking you for money. I get that. I absolutely get that, okay? There's a lady that comes to Main Street in the wheelchair. Um, I've never seen her walk. I don't know anything about that. But, like, she's always out there. Always, always, always. And you know what? On a bad day, I'm like, gosh, this woman's annoying. What an asshole thing for me to say, okay? All you got to do, you know what I do when I'm able to? I roll my window down. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey, you have anything? If I have some, I'll give it to her. If not, I'll just be like, I hope you have a great day. Like, there, awesome, cool. But, like, you know what most people do? They do the old stop short, and then as the person comes up, drive past. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Either. Yeah, what you do is you see them. You you know they're gonna walk towards you, so you leave like a car length between you and the car yeah. in front of you, and then you just stay there. Like you hope that they get you. Just you. act like you stop short. Yeah. And then as they walk through that car length and they're getting to your hood, you then drive past them. Oh wow, that's rude. Yep. <laughs> I I have not seen that. Smooth move. Okay. That is, um, that's a little rude. But anyways, don't judge people. Like, like I, I usually just like wait, make eye contact, like is. Now I've learned not to just carry, carry cash on me, like for multiple reasons. One, if you have cash, you're more likely to spend it. But I try not to hold cash on my person whatsoever. Maybe like a ten in case I need it, and it's a whole ten. So there's that. I uh, can't really break that down. But if I have like a quarter or something, like I'll like here, here you go. Or I'll, even in the past, I've given like my tacos. Like I've gone to El Rey, sure, and I'll get a few, and then like I see a person, I'm like, well, shit, I'll give him one of these, and I'll give him a taco. And, like, no, I remember one time we uh. Uh, we had gone and grabbed just a couple years ago. I don't remember. I was with, I don't remember which relationship. I was with my girlfriend at the time, and we had gone to Chick fil A that night. Oh no, we went to get fast food, okay? And they had given us an extra sandwich. I've given a sandwich away. Before. And we happened to pass someone on the street corner. It was like nine o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and it was a weird time. It was cold. Yeah. And I was like, hey. And she was driving, and I was like, hey, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Hit the U turn, let's go back. Yeah. I was like, I mean, and I was excited to eat the extra sandwich. I was like, well, hell yeah, I got an extra sandwich. Yeah. And I was like, but it was in a separate bag and everything. Yeah. Like, it was perfect just to hand. I was like, we got to go back. Yeah. I think everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah, I just, I want people to understand, like, we take we take our comfort for granted. And, and. Oh, we live very comfortably. Yeah. And, and I mean, and, and honestly, even if they have any sort of shelter, they already live better than a lot of people in any, in other countries too. So, like, we could judge them that way. But, like, again, if you stripped away any one of your comforts, you would be miserable, mm-hmm. you know? Like, me transitioning from having a, a hot shower to not having a shower at all, mm-hmm. that was a weird transition the first time. Now, I mean, I'm going to get to shower this weekend. I get to go house sit for my parents, so I get a little a little staycation. Um, and I'm going to shower, but, like, 
I remember the first time I lived in the gym, the first gym we opened in Lindale. Every time I'd go home, my mom was like, "You want to shower?" I was like, "No, I don't care." Like, I have a, I bathe. Like, yeah. It wasn't. It no longer was. A, it, it was no longer necessary for me. Yeah. Now I'm kind of excited because I don't think I. I haven't been in a shower. When was the last time I stayed in a hotel? Two months, two and a half months. We haven't. Had, I haven't had a weekend off in a long time. In about three months, I haven't been in a shower. Maybe two to three months. That's weird. It's been a while. Yeah. That's a weird number. Mm-hmm. Two two to three months without a shower. But how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, obviously, I don't think about it because, like, yeah. I mean, if I wanted to, everybody offers me their shower. Natalie and Joe have offered me their. They're like, hey, man, they, everybody thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah. Like, Chad's like, you know, we have an extra bathroom. Natalie and Joe, you know, we have a bathroom. I'm like, I know, but you know, I'm not gonna drive to your house and meet the family just hey, to. Y'all. Go bathe and run out. Yeah. Um, I'll go with the towel brushing your teeth. Thank you. For <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Thanks for letting me use the shower, guys. I mean, honestly, like, other than when it gets cold, when it's balls cold outside. Balls in, cold. In fact, my, my bathing basin is on the other side of that wall right now That's because awesome. two nights ago it was freezing. And uh, it didn't get warm enough in here. I'll bathe in here in that basin. But other than that, I just go in the corner of the gym, dump a bunch of water, scrub it down, dump a bunch of water. So, mm-hmm. um Take a luxury away. And that's I wrote about that this week on the Facebook page. Comfort distracts us from our mission. Um, and what I, I didn't really intend like something like this. I don't think you need to live in the gym. I don't think you need to live uh, like sparingly. But like Ferris introduced the idea. Didn't introduce, he reintroduced us to stoicism. And stoicism, one of the tenets is every once in a while, take a week and be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Sleep on the floor. Yeah. Uh, wear the same clothes every day. Don't shave. Like any of the things you enjoy, take yeah. that away for a week or a period of time, and it'll make you appreciate those things more. Yeah. Um, you and be grateful for what you have. And but I also think like it goes to like achievement. If you have a dream, and it could be if we're in the gym, so everybody thinks about weight loss, but that that's fine. If you have a dream of anything, and this is a fine line to walk, and fight me on it if you want to, but sometimes. If I go buy, and it can be seemingly unrelated, if I go buy myself a new pair of shoes because I enjoy getting a new pair of shoes, it might make me feel comfortable in my moment and distract me from the mission I was on. Mm -hmm. And that seems not connected, but I really think it is. I think that we can sometimes feel like life's good enough. Mm -hmm. The people that conquer don't feel like life's good enough. The people that, that really crush it. Now, quickly. Happiness is relative. If you are happy, tell me to piss off. That's fine. But what I'm talking about are the people that are like, man, I want to lose 100 pounds. Man, I want to uh, I want to get a new job. Man, I want to make a million dollars. Man, I want to do this. I don't think those people are allowing themselves those unnecessary comforts. There's a requisite level of comfort you should seek because that's safety as well. But I think sometimes we can use gifts to ourselves or little cheats here or there, and they make us think it distracts us from what we're trying to achieve or it blunts the discomfort that is pushing us to achieve. So it could be the achievement, like for you where you're, you're competitive, it could be the achievement of not performing well. You go home and you, you buy some things or you, you eat some food and you're like, ah, didn't hurt that bad. But oh, if you man. had just focused on that pain, that would have been what drove you to achieve it the next time, you know? And again, it's a very fine line because it's not like, well, should I not buy anything? Should I not indulge at all? I don't think you have to be a Spartan, but that brings me to Spartans. Who is the greatest fighting force ever to walk the earth? The Spartans. Spartan lifestyle means you have the just the basics. You know, that's why they were so... The Marine Corps. 
The greatest fighting force in the world is the United States Marine Corps is the tip of the spear. Okay, you want to know why the greatest fighting force in the world? Because they don't have any money. They don't have any money. They don't have any working equipment. They got to make it work. It makes you raw. It makes you angry. It makes you fight. Okay? If you have all the luxuries of war, all the equipment, all the technology works, then you get kind of soft. At least that's how they believe. Okay? And so um, when you kind of strip it down, and you're, it's honestly why like training in a gym that doesn't have all the luxuries, mm-hmm. like we've said it, you know, we might move to an air-conditioned facility in 2019. No, 2020. Sorry, 2020. I'm in fear of that, not because of the cost or anything like that. We'd be able to take it, but because I'm worried about the athlete that would be attracted to that facility. Mm. Soft. So used to the, the luxuries and whatnot. I'm only here because there's AC. I'm only here because there's these nice, beautiful locker rooms. Yeah. Even though that seems like the evolution, it seems like the direction we should go. Yeah. I don't want athletes. I love athletes that are willing to come in when it's 100 degrees. I love athletes that show up when it's 30 degrees. When it's 30. Man, how motivating is that? Yeah. But if the temperature is always 65 to 75 or Mm -hmm. whatever. Comfortable. Yeah, and and we've got a juice bar and a coffee bar and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Again, things that that I think are in our future. But then does that create the environment for growth? It's a very good question. That is a fine line to walk. Maybe every now and then we'll just, if we when we do that, we'll just cut off the AC for a whole week. <laughs> All right, guys, no AC this week. I'm gonna make you appreciate it. Stoic week. Every yeah, every stoic week. every three months we pick a week and we just we turn the power off. Yeah. Figured well, out. But we turn it all the way up. <laughs> don't die. Make sure you bring a ton of water. It's all very fasting, very fasting. But I think that'll be a good the good serious topic for the day. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, who was I listening to? Oh, I think you know, it was Jordan Peterson. He was talking about how if you are born and you have everything, you're not how you're not gonna know how to work for it. And then those that are born with nothing, who end up being super successful, end up successful because they worked for that success. Well, let me tell you this. Gary B. Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk. He, and he he mentions how you could be happy with thirty thousand a year. And you could be happy with the hundred thousand. There's two different. Absolutely. It's, it's well, because just, on that, he always gets told, "Quit telling me to hustle. I'm happy where I'm at." Yeah. And so he starts saying, "Look, man, you're happy. I'm not talking to you. Yeah. If you're good, he's like, good for you. Yeah. I'm not telling you, you got to make a million dollars. I'm saying those people that want more, those people that are not happy, those people that are in situations they want to get out of. Yeah, I'm showing them hustling. the way. That's yeah. it. Um, but if you're happy, then stop listening. We're good. We're yeah. good. I don't want you to change. Yeah, also, um, yeah really, like, stop listening. Though. But the other thing he says, which I like a lot, and this is hard. This is hard to say. Easy to say, hard to implement? No, it's it's hard to say because on surface it's going to seem weird. Look, I was raised in a very comfortable household as a result of my father and my mother working their ass off. My dad was born with nothing. My mom didn't have much more. Um, my mom worked uh, to pay for my dad to go to law school, and then he took it from there, and he has crushed the world since then. And so it's all t- uh, all because of their hard work and dedication. Yeah, but as, as they re- And they did it together. Yeah. He couldn't have done it without her, um, and she couldn't have done it without him. And so they worked That's awesome. together to do it. Um, but as a result, I had a very comfortable childhood uh, in terms of, economics economically resources private school uh very comfortable and you know my dad and i talk about it a lot 
we know that I struggle with depression, anxiety. It's not something he's super familiar or comfortable with discussing. But what we do talk about is a lot of the people that came from my circle have resigned themselves to working for their dads because a lot of their dads have, you know, either independent practices or, you know, start their own businesses, very wealthy, affluent communities, or they inherited their business from their dad. A lot of that in the family gross incest thing. Um, and, and so, um, and so we're talking about that and what I'm getting at is everybody's struggle is the same in terms of how they see it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say because someone that has trouble putting food on the table is not going to appreciate someone that was born with a, what a silver spoon in their mouth saying my life is tough. Mm -hmm. But I believe that it is true in that the way that I see my challenges are going to be very, very similar to the way that somebody that, that is from less or from more sees their challenges. Okay. And, and I think that there's guilt, there can be guilt. And I think that's, I've struggled with that a bit is like, why am I so frustrated with, with what I need to do when I've, I have so much more than other people, Mm -hmm. you know, I live here. Um, you know, I don't, I'm I'm 32. It's been a very long time since um since I was getting an allowance from daddy. Like there's no, you know, behind the uh behind the scenes payments. Like the the money we make is my money and I'm I if I don't make that money then I don't get to have money. Um but I still consider myself to be more fortunate than most in this world in terms of what I do possess. Um no, that is very true. Uh, another thing that was uh, another Jordan Peterson thing. He said that there's a lot of people that complain about the 1%, the top 1%, when in reality we are all part of the top 1% compared to the world. Absolutely. Compared to the world, we are fucking in the lead. We are ahead. We have everything. And we complain about not having what everyone else up top has. Well, we have it all. I, I completely agree. And and we, we we are afflicted with consumerism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's something that the the other 99% are not afflicted with because, you know, if you're in South Sudan, you're not worrying about buying all the items you can get your hands on. You yeah. know, that is not a concern for you. And you probably also don't see it either. You like, all, well, no, it, you're not like, tempted by it. Yeah, social media is one of the, like, it, it's good, but it could also be bad. No, it's awful. But it can be used for good. It can be used for absolutely. Like, it just depends on the person. It depends on the person. Absolutely. I mean, the thing I will I will always disagree with Gary Vaynerchuk on is that social media is bad for us. It is doing more harm than good. It has the opportunity for good. Yeah. Amazing things have come from it. Mm-hmm. But that back to heroin. That's like heroin being used as a medication and yeah. saving somebody from something, Moderate. and us per- then going, "Oh, heroin's great." Mm-hmm. Like, except for everybody else is dying from addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I'm not sure that's true. Although now I'm thinking of the new Sherlock Holmes movie with Will Ferrell. Oh, um, and John C. Riley in the ad, they meet a female doctor, and I think Farrell goes, "No, but he's a real doctor because he's a man." <laughs> and he goes, "Hello, good to meet you. <laughs> Want some heroin?" <laughs> oh God. So, um, <laughs> but no, I mean, saying that social media is capable of good, so therefore it's good, is so short-sighted because it's 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 destroying us mentally. We're not, we haven't evolved psychologically to handle it yet, and maybe we will, or maybe we'll keep downgrading. And I don't mind. I don't mean staring at your phone. I mean the FOMO, the comparison. Yeah. Co- comparison's a thief of joy. Um, it's subtle too, man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know you're comparing. Yeah. But whether you're seeing a dude work out, 
whether you've seen a dude own something, whether you've seen a girl that a, that a dude's met and that talks, like whatever. We all we're seeing it and it's sending us messages. Why don't I have? We're that? supposed to be there, yeah. you know, and and our parents didn't have to deal with that, you know. Now we all have our every generation has their struggles. So okay, so absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we all have our struggles, and I think consumerism is absolutely a thing that goes back to comfort. Uh, I think we would be best if we found a way to check ourselves on that, but I have no idea how, and I'm not going to tell you to do it until I figure out how I do it. And so I think we're reading a book right now. We're fin- we just finished or finishing Essentialism, which is by Greg McCown. That would be uh, the book I would recommend to read on this topic in terms of like what is essential, and if you can strip that down, then with- that doesn't mean you-, you have to give away every luxury, especially that you've earned, but it does mean that we limit the luxuries, the excess is our issue. And I think that excess, I think the, the line of excess is lower than we think it is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of like a bag of chips. You need a handful of chips. You ate the whole bag. Yeah. The handful was below excess. You might realize a whole bag's excess, but it actually was even two handfuls was already excess, Mm -hmm. you know? So in life in money in in items, consumerism, I think there's something similar like that forget there's some sort of pyramid talked about in psychology i forgot what it was but you need hierarchy of needs yeah like shelter yeah, and food then food and, and then safety or safety and then there's also maslow the, and then yeah and then yeah there you go him and uh people in your life as well like yes you need system. social social structure is important yeah social structure food and shelter clothes like stuff like that like, yeah if you have all that then you're doing well yeah, absolutely, absolutely. People see like there are levels within that. My nope. shelter's a mansion. My clothes are Gucci. Um. So this week. All my friends are rich. Oh, you missed it this morning. Uh oh. You know what I got to witness? Uh oh. Robin O'Neill did some muscle ups. <gasps> like easily, like easily, like we knew she would. You and I yeah. both said it. You and I both said she already has it. She's just never done it. Yeah. I think she just walked up and did it. Just fucking went for it. Like we had actually, I, I wrote a pretty good warm up for stretching it out, and I had him do that shoulder extension. Mm-hmm. So I think she might have felt a little looser than normal. Yeah. But like, I'm not taking any credit. Like she's always had that power. Yeah. And I think she just went for it, mm-hmm. and she she did it. She did it for about half the workout. It was nice. awesome. It was so awesome. So that brings Shit. me to highlights of the week. Oh, so for me, highlight of the week is definitely gonna be Robin O'Neill this morning, 5 a.m. Getting her muscle ups. They were they were awesome, and she's such like. There are people that you want to achieve things. And I want everybody to achieve things. Oh, all my children are my favorite. Whatever. But, like, there are people that deserve things more than others in terms of the way they work, yeah. their attitude. She deserves everything. Her attitude is always so good when she comes in here. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like an amazing – every conversation I have with her personally is amazing. Husband's amazing. Jonathan's doing great. Um, he's getting better, too. He's feeling – now he's back, he's feeling pressure. Because, <laughs> like, her num- her squatting numbers are going up. Like, <laughs> he's getting close to her. She's getting close to him. So, Uh-oh. he's feeling a little bit of pressure. But Robin O'Neill bring it, bring it, getting uh, getting those muscle-ups today was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think we had uh, we had some other opportunities for highlights. Front squat day, strict uh, pull-up day. I say, I really, yeah, I really liked Wednesday. Wednesday was a fun day. It really – Explain was, to the audience what we did Wednesday. So, Wednesday for the strength, we had a lot of fun. It was a – Five by five front squats, built work up to your heaviest. But within those five by five, you had a superset with max effort strict pull-ups. Okay, strict pull-ups or ring rows uh, or banded strict pull-ups, whichever one you were the most efficient at. And uh, the workout was squatting in box jumps. So I I think Wednesday was squat therapy, in my opinion. I kept referring to it as squat therapy because it was like squatting in the warm, squatting in the workout, squatting in the strength. 
Uh, but it really took me back to before CrossFit. I would do five by fives and squats, whether it was front or back or overhead. I usually just did lightweight for reps, but I would always superset with a strict pull-up. And it was always five to seven reps, nothing more. I would just make them harder by either going slower or like maybe doing typewriters. Uh, but it was just, it was just, it's just such an efficient training, training regimen or routine to like superset like heavy squats in a strict movement. Um, it, it's that's that was just one of my. It just took me back. So I really, I really enjoyed Wednesday, and everyone did so well with that. Uh, strict pull-ups everywhere. A lot of people getting uncomfortable and trying banded strict pull-ups and figuring out, oh, I could do these very well. And uh, adding just adding a tool to what they could use for training and building strength in the pool. Real quick, following your strict pull-up idea, go follow Shar Garrett on Instagram. Yeah. She tagged us in a video. Goodness. She was up in a tree doing strict pull-ups. Oh, shit. Like way off the ground, too. Nice. So Charlotte. Is she, she in Costa Rica? Costa Rica. Charlotte's in Costa Rica for the week. Well, she should be back. She, she should have came back yesterday. Okay. So, so Charlotte, if you're watching... Saw those strict pull-ups, okay? Uh, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. And that trip Sorry. looked great. That trip looked amazing. Um, I think I woke up and it was tagged, so I think it should still be on her story. Um, and I need to share it on ours, or you can do that if you hop on the phone. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so I didn't mean to interrupt, but just thinking of strict pull-ups. Another highlight, Charlotte doing strict yeah. pull-ups. Someone who just like a couple weeks ago did her first strict pull-ups yep. or three weeks ago. Like, it was my first. She, literally, she's hanging from a tree, man. Like, it's, it's nice. not – and she's not on the ground. Like, if she did – if she slipped – it's not like, have you seen the recent video of that little woman climbing that tower, I think, in Russia? No, I've not seen It's that. on all the search pages on Instagram. Oh, like, it's one of those, she's already on top of the building. Yeah. And then it's one of those needles. Oh, she got out there. It's there. fat, and then it's skinnier, and then, like, it looks like a fire pole at the top. Oh, goodness. And it runs all the way up. And then she climbs she, up there. She just steadily climbs up. And the whole time I'm thinking of, like, what would it be like to come down? Parachute. How did she, did she climb No, down? she was in, like, regular clothes, like shorts and a flowy top. Oof. Crazy. Anyways, any other highlights? Sorry, sorry, worst. sorry. Focus. That's the worst. But it seems fun. I think I would try it. These I, these daredevil things, man, like walking out on a crane, that, that's, then doing a pull-up on it. Yeah, that's, that's a little – that's a rush. Oh. That's a rush. I could only imagine. Oh, that. and it's not thin piping. Yeah. They're having to cup it. Yeah. Like giant sloth grip. Yeah. If you were ever going to slip, it would be from giant sloth grip. And they do one hand, and they're like, they're, oh, look at me. It's nuts. And this is clearly in other 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 countries. I think, I think they break in here, man. I think they. I think there's I a mean, few. they're probably starting to come over here. Yeah. But for sure, it's originating from out of the country. Oh, I, I think it's mostly Russian. I yeah. think Rus I think crazy stuff happens in Russia. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, uh, sorry. That's, that's that stuff. That That's stuff. Get your strict pull-ups, kids. You can climb towers. That'll be very climb exciting. Towers and hang off cranes. You know, if you're ever put in that situation. Nuts. It's just better to be prepared. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't think. Uh, what else? Well, we had the uh, we had the imam practice on Monday. We had that was well. running okay. double unders and handstand push-ups on that was, Tuesday. That one was brutal. Yeah, I think people did really well with that. Yeah, no, there was a we had a huge showing for that workout. Like, mm -hmm. Everyone's just been showing up in force. Eight thirty has been a huge class. Eight thirty has been gigantic. Six a.m. was huge today. Joel and I were like, talking, man. It was like two months ago. We would be lucky if two people showed up to eight thirty. Yeah, Sue and Lizette appreciate y'all for showing up to eight thirty. We appreciate y'all. I hate coaching two people in a class, and one's my mother. All right, 
Like, we sell class workouts. It's we need against classes. Them. So it's been – that 830 has been fantastic. Really, really awesome. Okay. Um, anything else from your week not related to the – not related to the gym? We haven't done, like, a daily Joe Rogan update yet. <laughs> sure haven't. Uh, sure haven't. I don't what, I don't even know what I mm, – I can't think. I started the Bill Burr animated series. Oh, F, F is, is for, for family. family. I haven't given it a chance yet despite him being my favorite comic. It's – uh, I think you'll like it. It's – I think, one, I think the intro, the uh, the sequence for the intro – it should be shared because I think it's a summary of life. <laughs> um, with it's basically about how fast life goes. Yes. Just the, and I'm just literally talking about the artwork for the the 30 second intro that plays after the first scene. Um, it's so good. Uh, the show itself. <laughs> it just got. He just started his third season, right? It's still going. Yeah. Um, yeah. The show yeah. itself, language. You know, checking on that. No, it's Bill Burr. And no, if, if you like Bill Burr, you'll like the language. You you won't have a problem. But they're gonna talk about things that look. If you're easily uncomfortable it's for mature audiences yes yes mature audiences only but uh it's pretty funny um i didn't see any movies uh i'm interested in seeing the russell brand new special oh yeah uh i'm gonna watch that this weekend that does look good and i don't know man i mean that's about it i mean we've got to wrap up anyways but uh i mean anything else before we get to announcements for what's coming up no which i i can only think of negative things Let's go to announcements. Announcements. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean negative things? Do you talk about it? Nah. Well, not negative on my part. Oh, just okay. shit that's going on in society. You know, people are just just weird. People are weird. That, that I've heard, like, just stuff that pops up in the news. Yeah. Like, okay, so I'll go ahead and say it. Like, my guy, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. You, have you heard about that? Nope. He's, already, he's being accused of some shit. Yeah, by a former employee or whatever. And he came out with... Do all the research you want, then come back at me. Okay. It's it's one of those. I'm guessing this is sexual. Yes. Of course. So. Okay. And it's like not my boy Neil deGrasse Tyson. Come on now. Yeah, and that's that's such a tricky situation because we 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 want our the people we're fans of to be infallible, and we're gonna take their side. Yeah. But at the same time, his alleged sexual misconduct has no bearing. I mean, doesn't have it does have bearing. Is not. Like, his genius has no bearing on whether he could be sexually inappropriate. Yeah. Meaning, he's still the greatest physicist, and we're so lucky to have him um, sharing his knowledge, especially in a time where many people in power do not, and I don't mean just government, don't take it that way. I mean, everybody wants mm -hmm. to ignore science. Mm -hmm. So to have someone out there that's really explaining stuff is really, really important. Mm -hmm. That being said, we have to understand that he could still be not, ideal in his behavior true on the flip side this is a tricky tricky conversation it is tricky it's on the on the flip time. side what are what are you can't you don't want to put the burden of proof on the victim because if there was truly a victim then you know if someone wrongs me if someone hits my car and drives away i shouldn't have to prove it yeah like they should prove they didn't do it, yeah. you know? Um, and so to say the accuser should have to prove this is really insensitive. It's, I think it's okay to be it's frustrated. It's insensitive, but it's important. It is important. Because that's his job on the line. And, and if she's lying, 
which has been coming up a lot. Like not her specific case, but like the lot. Like there's been a lot of like people that are really like taking advantage of this 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 movement. Like oh, this happened back then. And it's been like, well, no one else was talking about it back then, so I can't bring it up. But now that everyone else is talking about it, now I could bring it up. It's like, what? It's just, it's, it's a weird thing. It's a tough spot. Because as soon as that accusation comes out, he's already, he's already in trouble, even if he didn't do anything. It's a tough spot to be in. Um, and, I mean, I'm sure it'll work itself out. It tends to also, for better or for worse, probably for worse, we tend to forget really quickly. So... Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny that it's funny to me that Kevin Spacey is in hiding because I think if if and maybe that's what I think Kevin Spacey could be back on TV in a year. We forget. We don't care. We're oh, not yeah. good at caring. I mean, think about climate change. We just found out the government had a report. The government itself did a report saying that we are destroying the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know, nobody cares. And and, you know, or. Uh, my boy Ryan Rosillo, who I talk about a lot, talks about all the time, like staying at a hotel and they charge you for parking even though you didn't drive. We don't fight it. We just pay it. We're like, okay, yeah, it's part of the deal. It's part of the system. Yeah. He said, like, why is there a, when I buy something, why is there a handling fee and a processing fee? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But we pay for it, you yeah. know? There's no reason for that to be there, but we pay for it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of wrong that we just go, just the way it is. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's it, We're in very interesting times, uh, but I've not read up on that. Um there's no real news stories that have caught my interest. Um, well, I mean, there's the passing of George Bush Sr. Yeah, that was. Um, but even that's contentious, and and that would be more a discussion on. And this is in general. Like, I'll use my guy Walt Disney. Okay, I look up to him. I use him as a case study. I I've studied him a bunch, and I know a lot about him. Okay. One, let me get out ahead of it. He wasn't anti-Semite. Was not. If he was, he would not be someone I would I would look into. There was insensitivity at the time for sure, but um, he was not an anti-Semite. But he had other issues, like for example, uh, what he thought women were capable of. Okay, he was never outright disrespectful, but it was pretty clear he did not think women were capable of being um uh story uh tellers or writers. So he would let them do the ink and paint department, which is basically the men would draw. And the women would finish, but there really weren't many women that progressed past that. Mm. And now, where do you put without sar- sounding like Harvey Weinstein, who said back in the '70s when I came of age, this was how business was done? Yuck! But we do have to remember, in the '50s, you got to beat your wife. Oof. And if anybody found out, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, she was out of ha- out of line." Jesus! Whoa! Goodness! Whoa, bro! Yikes. Whoa! Um, I remember. What was it? Oh, Boondock Saints, cult classic. Okay. He's teaching this new woman. They work in a meatpacking plant. And he's teaching this new woman. He goes, the rule of thumb is, and he's just meaning the standard is. And she goes, you know where that comes from? And they pose her as a giant feminist. Like it was, Boondock Saints is not a culturally sensitive movie. Okay. (laughs) And they pose her as a large lesbian feminist. Okay. She's like, you know, she's bigger than he is. Yeah. And you know where that comes from. Back in the day, men were allowed to strike their wives with a stick as long as it wasn't wider than their thumb. So my point of bringing this up is like, holy shit. Like, that was legal, okay? Now, in the movie, then they they treat her like she's the bad guy, which is not a great move. It's just it's supposed to be this comedic, and now you look back on it. Um, But, like, things were different then. But that doesn't mean, like, when you say that, people automatically think you're saying it's okay. Yeah. 
Like, oh, well, Harvey Weinstein used to use blowjobs to get jobs. Like, they had to blow him to get a job, so it must have been okay back then because nobody reported it. Yeah. Still was wrong. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. Use a rule. Like, would you want your daughter to have to do that? Would you want your wife to have to do that? That's true. Pretty sure as soon as you say no, then you go, yeah. okay, I shouldn't do that either. Um, would you want your daughter to get hit? No. Yeah. Although back then, I think, I think men were okay with it because they're like, well, I beat my wife, so, honey, you better not act up. Your husband's going to beat you. So Probably. it's just it's difficult. But, like, with Walt... I'm never going to go, like, you know what I learned from Walt? Women shouldn't be creative. No, I'm going to say that was not good. Yeah. You know what else he wasn't good at for the first 20 years he was in business? He wasn't a good manager of talent. His mm. animators quit in 1927 when Oswald was taken, to him by Univer- t- taken away from him by Universal. They also signed away all of his animators. If the animators liked Walt, they would have stayed. Yeah. They all quit, except yeah. for of Iwerks, who ended up designing Walt, uh, Mickey Mouse. But my point is... When they tell the story, when a Walt Disney aficionado tells you that story, they say he was wronged by the animators. But the truth of the matter was, he was not a good boss. Yeah. They left because they didn't like working for him. Okay? So guess what I learned from that? I learned you have to be a good boss. Like You have to be better. You have to be connected with your, your employees, the people that work with you. So like I think we can still take someone. Because the reason I'm bringing up George Bush, he's responsible for a lot of war crimes, a lot of atrocious stuff that happens. Okay? Aren't they all... Well, that's the thing. Like, every single politician has been. You know, Obama has, like, we've already said, the most drone strike kills, killing civilians of anybody. Trump might pass him, but, like, Obama's killed more people by drone strike than anybody. And so, like, he also deported more people than anybody. But we all said Obama's a great guy with immigration. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know, man. Where's the line on infallibility? Not to where you have to accept accept the sins or accept the crime, but where you can still learn or appreciate the human. Yeah even though they played the game in a way that we do not find just, you know? And I don't know. That's a discussion for another day. Okay. Definitely. Let's see. Tomorrow, uh, Beast Mode for Bullies and Conroe. Classes here, 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. And then Sunday, class at 10.30 with Joel. Free yoga at 11.45 with Shay. Next weekend, free classes, 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Santa photos from 11 to 2. We'll get more details on that gingerbread house building, et cetera. Um, and then happy hour the next Thursday, which I believe is the 20th at Pinkerton's Barbecue. Yeah, it will be our four-year anniversary party. Okay? Cuatro años. We made it. We yeah. made it. We made it. All right, y'all. Um, let us know what you think. Like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Like we stuff. appreciate y'all li- uh, listening to us and giving us feedback. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook Live and Instagram Live as always. And we will see you next week. See you, folks. Thanks for listening.